Hello, and welcome to the Financial Emancipation Blogcast Podcast. I'm your host, Malik Branch, and this is a daily podcast to discuss the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. If you haven't already done so, please head over to Instagram and follow me at Financial Emancipation. Follow me on Twitter at FIN Emancipation. Follow me on Facebook at Financial Emancipation. And if you have any questions about anything that we discuss, please feel free to email me at financialemancipation at gmail.com. So this week has been the week to discuss savings. Um, If you go back to previous episodes, we discussed the five ways to walk towards your financial freedom. And this week, we've been focused on savings. So we've talked about how savings will save you. We've talked about what is a savings and what is not a savings. And we talked about the possibility that having no savings or an inadequate savings really means that you're broke. And that's something that is critically important to understanding your financial situation, which is to understand how your savings or lack thereof really play into your financial uh, your financial circumstances and how um, addressing that aspect of your finances will really set you free in the way that you want to be. So today we're going to talk a little stats and talk a little bit about why you should pay yourself first. So um, just to give you a little bit of statistics, according to creditdonkey.com, uh, 26% of adults, which is basically one in four, have zero savings set aside for emergencies. So if you look around your friends, one out of four have zero money for emergencies. Um, 36%, which is basically a little more than one in three, have not began to save the process of saving for their retirement. And 50%, now that's one in two, half of Americans have less than $500 in their savings. And furthermore, one in four, that's about 25%, cannot even cover an emergency expense of $100, meaning they do not have $100 set aside in their savings. Now, you're listening to this, you know where you fall into that, and you know how that feels to have um, the kind of money in your savings that will not be able to help you through an emergency or not having any savings at all. It is stressful. And there's an emotional part to your finances because your life kind of depends on your financial stability and there's a high level of stress that comes along with that. And so it's, but it's also something that we don't talk about a lot. So people internalize that. So what I encourage everyone to do is again, that's why we have this podcast is to talk about it amongst you. We're talking about it, but you're in the privacy of your own head, your own heart, and you understand where your situation is and where you lie in that. And so having no retire, no savings, excuse me, no savings, is really a scary thing because, again, if an emergency comes up, you are unable to meet the need of the emergency. And credit is not always readily available. I talk a lot about you know people not having savings and people say, well, I have credit. Credit is something that is, is going to be available to you if you've already demonstrated that you have good credit. And oftentimes, when people have the idea that credit is to fall back on emergencies, they've used and abused credit to the point where they don't have any available credit left or the ability to obtain credit. And that's when the financial situation truly has demonstrated that it has gone awry. And so we should not be depending on credit to save us out of emergencies. While credit can be useful in a situation like that, an emergency situation, cash in the bank is what will save you. 
And so going forward with that, I want to say that every person should pay themselves first. We talked about this yesterday, and I'm going to reiterate it today and explain why you need to pay yourself first. Is that you're, you're, when you're living paycheck to paycheck, which many Americans are, you find that you are spending every dollar that you have and some dollars that you don't have ahead of being paid again. When there's no space, no wiggle room within your budget for you to put money aside to save, you are literally trapping yourself in a vicious cycle of paycheck to paycheck. It's very hard to break out of that cycle because every expense that you have has already been accounted for and, and every dollar that you receive has already been allocated to an expense that you haven't even attempted to live yet. And so in that instance, you're in the future. You're not in the present. You're just in the future earning money for something later. And think about what that does to your psyche when you're going to work every day. You often hear people who are very frustrated by going to work every day because they're living paycheck to paycheck and they feel like they're on a wheel, right? They're just racing to the next payday. And that is because, <clears throat> excuse me, that's because there is no space. There is no wiggle room and you need wiggle room. And that is what saving does for you. So every single time, and I've talked about this in prior um, podcasts, you must pay yourself first. You must put aside money for your savings first. That is the key way to financial emancipation is saving money. Now, I understand some people will say, you know, well, Malik, I can't just save money. I have bills. That is understandable. But what, what you have in bills and what you have in expenses can all be adjusted. Because sacrifices can be made. So again, they start out small and they seem to be trivial at first, but they're really not. And so again, we talked about the coffee. If you get coffee every morning outside the house, that is a luxury if you can't afford to save. So if you can't afford to save and have coffee at the same time, coffee is a luxury. A luxury for which you can get rid of. So if you have to make coffee at home, have some Cafe Bustella at home in your home coffee maker put it in a cup and carry it, that's what you need to do versus going into Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks. That amount of money that you're spending on that, so packing your lunch every day for work. If you make dinner at home, you make enough, you pack it, and you bring it to, you bring it to work with you for lunch so that you're not spending $10, $15, $18 every day on lunch. All of that money can go into your savings. If you have to say, I cannot go, I will not be able to attend every concert, every show, every event, every birthday, every dinner, because that is money you want to put into your savings. So if you feel that your your budget is so tight and you're unable to save, you have to do a reassessment about what you're doing to quote unquote pay yourself rather than actually paying yourself. So let's go over that again. What are you doing that is paying yourself, meaning paying off your impulses, paying off your desires, paying off what you feel like you need to make yourself feel better in the day rather than actually paying yourself, which is to give yourself money to put into your savings. So if you're at your job, if your boss told you, you know what I'm going to pay you in? I'm going to pay you in hugs. I'm going to pay you in feel goods. I'm going to pay you in something that makes you feel a little bit good in this moment. And then for the next two weeks, I'm going to give you nothing. You would say, I'm not going to accept that. That's not how I want to be paid because that does not demonstrate to me a reciprocity for what I've put out. Stop paying yourself in in things like, um, you know, a good moment of, of the coffee or a, a pair of shoes or, you know, what I have to go out. I need to go out. I've worked hard. Stop paying yourself in things that aren't demonstrated or reciprocal to the work that you put in. Pay yourself in cash. 
Pay yourself by putting away in your savings. Pay yourself by some sanity and some confidence and something that you put in the side so that you can know that an emergency comes up, you will be okay. Pay yourself first and pay yourself in cash. Those other things fade, right? So the feel good of the new pair of shoes because you feel like you deserve it, that fades. You're going to take those shoes and walk on the ground outside. The good feeling that you have when you say, you know what? I don't care about that. It's Friday. I'm going out for drinks. By the time you wake up the next morning with the hangover, the feeling is fading. And yet and still, if an emergency came up for you or for your family, you don't have anything there to pay for it or to cover it. So pay yourself first in cash and be willing to make the sacrifices away from those things that feel good in the moment, away from those impulses, because the idea of having financial freedom is to recognize that the the initial impulse that you have when it comes to your money have absolutely nothing to do with money. And those are things you have to deal with separately. But if you allow your money to dictate and be utilized to fill emotional spaces that you have, you will put yourself into financial um, positions and into financial dire in a way that will, will only continue to cycle of feeling emotions and feeling bad as it relates to your money. So, We're going to recap this. Always pay yourself first. And when I say pay yourself first, I mean pay yourself with cash money into your savings. Everything that you're doing that is beyond the bills and things that you need that are essential for your living are things that can be considered a luxury when you are not paying yourself first. Do not pay yourself in impulses. Do not pay yourself in feeling good in the moment. Pay yourself in cash money that will give you a savings that will give you a safety net and that will help you along the way towards getting to your financial goals and eventually getting towards your financial freedom. That that is probably going to cover that today. Tomorrow, we're going to go more into the big thing of taxes. Tax return is coming. And I want to talk about why your tax return is not a windfall. If you haven't already done so, please head over to Instagram and follow me at Financial Emancipation. Um, Follow me on Twitter at FIN Emancipation and follow me on Facebook at Financial Emancipation. And if you have any questions about anything that we discussed today, please head head over to Gmail and email me at financialemancipation at gmail.com. Thank you for joining me today. And I hope you'll be back tomorrow when we discuss why your tax return is not a windfall. Have a good day.